And back again with Jimmy Allen. You will recall that Jimmy and Speed have been engaged by a moving picture producer to do the stunt flying in a war picture. Their squadron is located on a small field in the foothills of the Sierras. Speed Robertson has been placed in charge of all flying. Nails Ballou is located on the same field, but working for another company who also are making a flying picture. One of Speed's pilots, Harry Phelps, has been threatened by Nails Ballou, but for what reason Speed is unable to determine. In the last episode, Ballou met Mike Mancuso, mechanic for Speed, and forced Mike to agree to his mysterious plans. But now, it's the following morning. Speed Robertson, Donald Stewart, director of the picture, and Mr. Milliken, the producer, are standing on the field. The work of filming some air scenes is about to begin. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Stewart, but we'll do no flying until these ships are in a safe condition. Oh, for crying out loud. That's a lot of nonsense, Robertson. We must start shooting in five minutes. You can shoot all you want to, but you'll take no pictures of our ships in the air until they're safe to fly in. What's wrong with them? I saw you flying them yesterday. Great Scott, Robertson, this is a war picture. You stunt pilots are hired to take chances. We don't object to taking chances and good flying equipment. But some of these ships, man, are ready to fall to pieces. And until our mechanics get them in shape, they don't leave the ground. That's utter rot, Robertson. My cameramen are here, and we can't hold up production. If you're afraid of the airplanes, we'll get some pilots who aren't. Mr. Stewart, I have a lot of respect for you as a director for two reasons. The first one is that it's none of my business. The second one is I know nothing about it anyway. That's rather evident. All right, that works both ways. I don't want you telling me anything about flying. I know when an airplane is safe to take off, and I know when it should stay on the ground. I'm as anxious to get these scenes shot as you are. But there's no use in trying to do any flying until the equipment's in the proper condition. These scenes are to be shot right now, and that's final. If you don't want to fly in the airplanes, I'll blame well find some pilots who will. All right, that's entirely up to Mr. Milliken. He's the producer of this picture and the man with whom I have the contract. Now, how about that, Mr. Milliken? Well, Speed, I don't like to have the production held up. It means a lot to us in getting this picture underway. Every delay we have costs us a lot of money. And then there's another side, too. Now, what's that? Well, it's very necessary that we get this picture in the hands of the exhibitors as soon as possible. If we lose time in doing that, it may affect the value of the picture considerably. Just what I was thinking, sir. Now let's get on with the shooting. Listen, if you try to use our ships when they're not airworthy, it's going to cost you a whole lot more than the slight delay we will have in getting them into condition. That's nonsense. Let's get some airplanes in the air. Now, wait a minute, Donald. I'm inclined to agree with Mr. Robertson. After all, he knows a lot more about airplanes than either you or me. That's why he's out here. And if we don't follow his advice, we're liable to have some serious trouble. Now, I see no point in employing a man of Robertson's recognized ability and then disregarding his expert advice. Why, that's why we have him under contract. As I said before, Mr. Milligan will have the ships ready in a short time. But until they're in an airworthy condition, they won't be flown as long as I have anything to do with them. Well, how many ships are available now, Speed? Well, there comes Jimmy Allen now with a report from Flash Lewis. He's our chief mech. What's the dope, Jim? Well, Speed, it isn't as bad as you first thought it was. Oh, good morning, Mr. Milliken. Good morning, Jim. Morning, Mr. Stewart. Morning. How many ships are ready to go, Jim? Well, Flash says that one of the 38s and two Fock Wolf 190s are all right. They can be used right now. Oh, that makes three ships. Well, how about that, Mr. Stewart? Will that help you any? Certainly not. We must have six or eight in this scene anyway. Well, uh, how about Baloo and his equipment? They've had more time to work on their ships. Do you know anything about his situation, Speed? I'm quite sure that Baloo has a number of single-seaters available. I think some Thunderbolts and Mustangs. Good. That's all we need. All right, let's go over and talk to Baloo. Now, that's the sensible thing to do. Oh, wait just a second. Isn't this Nadine Hammond coming? Doesn't that look like Miss Hammond, Speed? Oh, by George, it sure does. Oh, yes. We're using her in the scene we're filming this morning. Hello, Miss Hammond. You feeling fit? Oh, good morning, everybody. When will you need me, Mr. Stewart? 
Why, hello, Jimmy Allen and Speed Robertson. How delightful. Hello, Miss Hammond. Hello. Well, what a surprise to find you out here. Mr. Stewart told us you were going to work in this picture. Uh, Jim, if you and Miss Hammond will excuse us, we'll go over and check on whether Baloo has some ships. Okay, Speed. We'll wait right here. Uh, stand by, Miss Hammond. I want to see you in a few minutes. Yes, I'll wait right here, Mr. Stewart. Well, how do you like working in the movies? Oh, terribly thrilling, but lots of hard work. It's really marvelous to have you out here, though. I've been reading about you in the papers, Jimmy. You're quite famous now, aren't you? Saving airliners and capturing criminals. Oh, how brave you are. Oh, thanks, Nadine, but, well, I've just been lucky, I guess. But tell me, what are you doing out here on location? Well, Mr. Milliken wanted Speed and me to do some flying for this picture, so here we are. How perfectly lovely. I'm sure that now the flying will be thrilling. And maybe I can get that airplane ride you've promised me. Well, I don't know, Nadine. That's entirely up to speed. But, Jimmy, you know you shouldn't be flying in this picture. You should be playing the part of the young American lieutenant. You know, the blue-eyed, bronzed, young war hero. You'd fit the part perfectly. Oh, come on now, Nadine. No kidding this early in the morning. Oh, no, Jimmy, I mean it. Uh-oh. Here comes Speed and Mr. Stewart back. Well, I guess we'll go to work now. What'd you find out, Speed? Well, everything's okay, Jim. Baloo will give us the extra ships we need. Oh, that's fine. When do we go to work? Well, Mr. Stewart had better explain the scene to us so that we'll know what it's all about. And as soon as he's through, we'll shove off. Is that right, Mr. Stewart? That's right. Now, listen carefully, and I'll give you the scene. You, Mr. Allen, will double in the character of the hero, who, as you know, is a young American flying officer. Yes, I understand that, all right. Now, Miss Hammond here is playing the part of an American war nurse who's stationed in a hospital in France, not far from the field on which your squadron operates. Oh, Miss Hammond will work in the scene today, is that correct? Oh, yes, she has a very important part today. I studied it for a week, Mr. Stewart. Your lines today, Miss Hammond, are not as important as the general action. Now, to get on with the story, the war nurse, being played by Miss Hammond, is a girl of German parentage who was brought to America when she was quite young. But part of her family remained in Germany and were there when the war broke out. Oh, yes, I see. Now, it develops that a great German pilot is a brother of this war nurse and is stationed in a Luftwaffe Stoffel across the line from the American squadron. Oh, that's the part Ramsey's taken, isn't it? That's correct, Robinson. Oh, I begin to see now. It's a nicely developed story, as you'll see. How does it sound to you? Oh, I think it's all very thrilling. Well, it develops that the nurse has learned that the famous German ace is her brother, and she's very anxious to see him. But in the meantime, the American flying officer, the part which Mr. Allen will do this morning, has fallen in love with the nurse, and she's persuaded him to fly her over the lines in order that she may meet her brother. Well, I say, that's a real interesting story. Well, I guess it never happened in real life, but but it certainly ought to make a good movie. Well, the first scene we shoot this morning will be the takeoff from the field here. The actual close-ups we'll handle in the studio. But we want a long shot simulating the takeoff as the young lieutenant and the nurse head for the German lines. Am I to do that flying, Mr. Stewart? Oh, yes, by all means. And Miss Hammond here is to fly with you. Oh, at last I'm going to get my airplane ride. I've had a long wait for it, Jimmy. Let me finish this explanation, please, and then you can visit with your old friends, Miss Hammond. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Stewart. I'll be quiet. We now come to the very important air action. On the trip over the lines, the young lieutenant is attacked by a flight of German ships, and a fight ensues. The lieutenant, handicapped by the nurse, who of course can offer him no help as a gunner, and outnumbered five to one, is finally shot down behind the lines, but lands safely. The German follows him down, lands, and it's discovered that the German flight leader is the brother of the nurse. Oh, gee, that's a swell story. Now, this air action is very important. We must have a most realistic fight between the lone American plane and the five Germans. And, Mr. Robertson, I suggest that you explain to Mr. Allen just what you want. Okay, Mr. Stewart. Now, Jim... After you take off, I want you to fly north and west of here and climb to 19,000 feet. When you're all set, you waggle your wings, which will be a signal to us, and the cameramen will be all set. Mr. Stewart will be in one camera ship, and I'll be in the other. That's fair enough. 
But what about the ships that attack me? Well, they'll be sitting up above you at about 21,000 and directly aft. And at your signal, they'll come diving in right on your tail. Now, I want you to fly a straight course until their first dive. Then start throwing the ship around, and we'll get some of the shots of a real general dogfight. Oh, boy, this sounds great. Who'll be flying the other ships, Dean? Ramsey will lead the attacking flight with Baloo in the number two position and three of his other pilots flying wing. It'll be a regular attack formation. Oh, boy, I'm all set. Let's get going. Believe me, we'll give them a battle, ain't Dean? Oh, I'm sure of it, Jimmy. Okay, now get out to your ship and shove off. Remember now, we rendezvous at 19,000 feet at the point marked on the map. Right, let's get going. Say, I'm sure glad we took this job. Now, listen, Nadine, you'd better put your safety belt on tight because I'm going to throw that old crate around and you never know what's going to happen. We're about all ready, Nadine. And this is the spot, all right. There are the two camera ships. Yes, I see them. But where are the other ships, Jimmy? Way up there, back of us. I can see them. Now, is your belt on tight? It's just like the mechanic fixed it. Okay, that's good. Get set now. I'm going to signal. And believe me, they'll come down on us with a mighty roar. I'm ready, Jimmy. Go ahead. All right. Hey, here's the signal. Yep, they saw it all right, too. The camera ships are moving in closer. And look. Boy, oh boy, look at Ramsey. Bring those fighters down at us. <laughs> well, this is too exciting. I'm not going to look at anything. Watch yourself. Here they come. Hold tight now, they're right on us. Is everything all right, Jimmy? Oh, boy, what a dive that was. Now watch it, Nadine. I'm going to start stunning now. And believe me, we'll give them a run for their money. Look, Jimmy, they've turned. They're coming back. Oh, sure they are. This is a dog fight. Look out now. They're getting too close. Look out now. Here comes another one. Hang on and hang on tight. I'm going to do a climbing turn. thundering dive and collision at 19,000 feet. What will happen to Jimmy and Nadine in the twisting, falling airplane? Listen to the next exciting air adventure of Jimmy Allen.